And now, on with the show. Get ready, America. The stage is set. The new podcast drops. You're listening to the one only Matty Ice and Marky Mark podcast. Two guys so tough, they go to Mexico just to drink the water. Welcome, everybody, to Season 7, Episode 5 of the Matty Ice and Marky Mark Podcast. Joining me, as always, the best co-host on the planet Earth, Mr. Marky Mark. Thank you for joining me this week. Well, I appreciate you having me here, man. And by gosh, by golly, we have got a huge announcement that we've had in the works for a while and finally starting to get, you know, running here. Um, We've talked about it countless weeks. Yes. Merch is merch. Merch is something we love and something we've been wanting to really kick off for the show. And uh, and we had we had a contract with Trippy Tees for a bit there. Yeah. And then um, the contract expired, and we kind of checked other options. And everything we wish Trippy Tees the best. Yeah. Um, but yeah, our stuff has been pulled from their site for a while, so we were working and looking at other options different places yep great guy made some uh some very nice shirts very nice sweatshirts that everyone picked up and now we're on to uh different things get some more designs out there so kicking it off uh we've got two different avenues for merch at the moment that's right multiple ideas yes so kicking it off because we are avid pinballers we've got the uh the flip with confidence shirt that we are wearing from none other than one of the sponsors of the show. Brand Flap- new sponsor. Yeah, new sponsor of the week, Flappy's Bakehouse, also making badass shirts for us. Yeah, Flappy's Bakehouse, they do dog treats. They actually make them and everything. They make dog toys. They do dog training. So Flappy's Bakehouse is a great, great mom pie company. And, uh, yeah, they also do T-shirts as well. So it's local you know got to support local and everything and uh the flip with confidence shirt that ian you're uh on the chat there that's the quote from you man yeah yep that is from you when we interviewed you after you won the division a crazy quarters pinball league you uh said you just gotta flip with confidence man just gotta have that confidence going and that's what kept you through and won the league so we're like damn that would sound sweet on a shirt and we're obsessed with pinball so we wanted to make our own pinball shirt and it's got the the dude here playing pinball it's got our logo on the side of the the cabinet there and uh yeah flip with confidence man so we're gonna be rocking these and they are they're available now right they are available so for this one we're working on getting our our podcast website set up i've got a little bit more work to do it's uh it's not a cheap thing to do especially with us wanting to have like merchandise on there it gets a little bit more expensive so i'm almost done creating it uh hopefully have it done sometime this week so you can just buy everything on there but for now if you want the flip with confidence t-shirt send mark a message send myself a message or send the podcast, the podcast a message or you can even send flappy's bakehouse a message on facebook there so yep we'll get it made up shipped out and then we have another avenue for shirts if you like the business card design something that kind of pushes what just what the show is about uh i started please send ian one okay we can do that um yeah and let him know fast uh let him know quick because these are all handmade so they take a little while to make so get a queue list going yeah they are 24.99 yep 
and we'll uh, get that shipped out to you or uh, you know hand delivered we like doing that stuff too if you if you so choose that option uh, we have one more avenue for shirts just for the main like the the podcast channel page and then I'm gonna we're gonna have the original shirt design through Flappy's Bakehouse as well that you can get so we'll have that up and going soon uh, I'm gonna throw for anyone that's on Facebook I'm gonna throw a link in the chat for the other t-shirt place that's where you can get uh, t-shirts hoodies uh, there's a water bottle on there too so if you want to go on there and get that that's all on there as well uh, we're going to add some more designs on there some more designs on Flappy's Bakehouse so just keep looking for that check on the uh, podcast page and we will have all that info and then look forward to a cool website design hopefully Yep, we're trying to grow the show this season that's what we said we were going to do last season and this is just the start of it so guys stay tuned we're definitely going to have a lot more stuff but let's get into the show. Yeah. We, let's jump right in. Matt, what have you been playing this week, buddy? So, I've uh, Sarah and I have had some time to hang out, play some games lately. Uh, one game I've been wanting to play for a while, especially when it won Game of the Year, was It Takes Two. It's a, It seemed like a really cool, interesting uh, couch co-op game to play through. And I think you can play that online if you want. Basically, the intro of this game is there's a... a a dad and mom and a daughter. Dad and mom are having some relationship issues. It looks like they're kind of, you know, kind of gearing towards divorce. And they actually tell their daughter, it's like, you know, we're going to go our separate ways. So she leaves and uh, kind of goes goes to hide. And she's got this book of love that she ordered. So she kind of like asks the book of love. She's like, please, please keep them together. Uh, you know, help them to regain their love. And then they get, the mom and, and the dad get transported into these dolls that she made. So we haven't played a ton of the game, but basically what it is is it's a platformer where the two parents have to work together to try and get back to their daughter, Rose, and, you know, talk about stuff. And along the way, they're having, they're going through all these different, like, little fights and bickering about, you know, the things that's really been eating at the relationship. So it's really interesting to see how um, how that kind of unfolds in their like miniature mode. It's like it's kind of like Little Big Planet if that was 3D. That's the best way I can describe it. It's really fun. Yeah, the, it's I've been wanting to check it out for a while now. The dialogue for it is probably the best part. Like the first boss fight you have is with a vacuum that's pissed off because the dad broke it and then the wife didn't fix it or the mom didn't fix it so it's like pissed at both of you yeah <laughs> it's just really awesome yeah that sounds great i know the guy that made it remember him the dude that's nuts oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah that's the guy that went off on ea at yeah the... <laughs> <laughs> even though ea made their game yeah god that was great yeah um he's gonna live live that live that down for the rest of his life they wouldn't even give him a mic yeah it's just so funny <laughs> so there's that and then uh she's got a she's a big Castlevania Symphony of the Night fan so I didn't I realized that you could play through that as Richter and he's he's my boy it's one of my favorite characters from Castlevania so one of the achievements on Castlevania Requiem is to beat that game with Richter which seems not very easy he doesn't level up you can't get um, items or anything like that like you can't get you know, uh, different spells like Alucard can get and all that stuff. But he 
automatically has these like martial powers, like an uppercut or yeah. his little like wave dash type stuff. So we uh we went through and uh I went through and beat the game with Richter. It was so fucking hard. Holy shit, was it super hard. But it was really cool because it was basically I was just kind of speed running the levels trying to figure out which which was the best route. There was a really good walkthrough kind of on YouTube that was shot in like it was literally shot on like a VHS tape because every <laughs> time he did like a slide, the VHS tape would like fucking stutter. It was yeah. wild. But uh, yeah, so I beat Symphony of the Night with Richter. It was super badass. You you played a you played a uh, extra feature of Symphony of the yeah, Night. Yeah, exactly. I didn't beat the game the normal way. You haven't played Symphony of the Night. I have played it a little bit. I have okay. not played it all the way through. That's cool though, man. But yeah, you know, you had to get to the with Richter. You had to get to the inverted castle and beat the final boss. It was fun. That's sweet. And also very fucking difficult, <laughs> right? But yeah, so I've been uh, I was playing that for a little bit. Had. Had some fun with that. I bar- I've i got Dying Light 2 on the radar. I'm going to check that out and do some mad parkour and talk about that next week. All right, so uh, I talked about Override 2 before. Um, it's like, uh, so I didn't really get to play too much of it when I was, when I originally talked about it. Now this game, it I'll tell you what, this game is fantastic when it comes to local play. So like me and the kid... We're playing and we're like going up against the computers and stuff. And then there's this crazy mode where it's called like control, but pretty much what it is, it's like think of where uh, in Fortnite or whatever, where like the the world like the it closes in. So now you have to that you can't you actually aren't hurting each other, but if you're outside of the circle, you take damage. So you're like trying to push each other and throw each other to get out of throw them out of the circle and everything. Okay. So it's like King of the Hill kind of. And this is on what? Override 2. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's really fun. That like um and then we got uh I was playing Lego Star Wars like the uh the old one to get ready for the new one that's coming out. Oh, they're doing the Skywalker. Yeah, that looks so good. I'm very yeah. excited for that game. So, is that going to have cuz they've done the Force Unleashed or the the Force Awakens on Lego. So, is that just going to be... have them all? Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's it's going to cool. be freaking awesome so you got two new games to play with that and then i kept playing pokemon and i played the shit out of this game i played so much pokemon legends rcs so much um i got 42 hours in since last week and uh yeah um i beat it last night well I, there's tons of end game stuff that you're supposed to do which some guy kind of like started spoiling to me and I literally at work I was like no spoilers and I shook pull my hands over my ears <laughs> but yeah um, the credits rolled so now I'm on endgame stuff and I'm it's so good if any of you love Pokemon and you haven't checked it out please check it out do yourself a favor see what it's all about fantastic game so so you have uh, you've got a bunch of you have a bunch of endgame stuff to do I still cannot find that game anywhere at one-up games oh yeah you said uh, our fantastic sponsors of the show you said that you guys did uh did get a copy of that so four copies that are saginaw store right now and i think we got a few in our bay city as well so we just got restocked this last weekend i might have to pick one up well come on over i'll be there tomorrow there's too many damn games to play right now but you know that game it sounds like it is a perfect break from the normal formula so i will definitely be checking it out yeah um but yeah that's pretty much all I've been playing, I was, it was a big Pokemon week. 
So, so we'll catch up on chat here. Uh, Noah says, Matt, it's great to see that you shaved, and he'll be doing a PS1 retro live stream this week. Uh, cool, cool. And yes, I did have to shave. It was it was definitely time. Rick, perfect here live as fuck, and he says we need a call-in feature. Now, that is something we've done in the past for certain, uh, certain topics. It is something that we're always interested in, so... You know, maybe next week or next episode, we'll uh, we'll give a mention for a, a topic we want everyone to call in on. Yeah, we'll just put Matt's phone number out here online, so everyone can see it. You know, that's a good uh, that's a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> I always forget about that. Yep. You know, with the podcast, I think we're supposed to get like a business with that website. We're supposed to get like a business phone number. Oh, okay, cool. So if uh, if we get that, then perfect. <laughs> That'll be just for the call-ins. Yep. You're yeah. t- tuned in to Burning the Nudge. Give us a call. Lines are open. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So any news this week, Matt? Uh, news. The only news that I have this week is not related to anything um, like in the industry. All right. Matty Ice News. I do have some news of... <laughs> An upcoming stream that I will be doing. Oh, um, this is news to me. Yeah, I, I kind of just sealed it today. Oh, I kind of forgot to talk to you about it. Everyone's always trying to steal you away from me. So, February 10th, Who's which is this Thursday, I will be joining the Lost Joystick Network for oh, just those guys? their episode of Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. So, if anyone is interested in that game or wants to see more Matty Ice... I will be live with them for the entirety of that show. Awesome. Talking about my favorite NES game. Yeah, that will be very entertaining to see. Are you yeah. gonna play it live? I you know Beat I gotta Mike Tyson. I gotta talk with uh with Mike and see if <laughs> see if he wants to just kind of run through it live and see if we can actually talk while playing it. Yeah. Because I feel like I could for most of that. Right. That's a good idea. It could be fun. Yeah. So I will be uh I'll be a guest spot on that show. Lost hey. Joystick Network. Jay came What up. day? That is February 10th. This February Thursday 10th. Okay. at 9 or 10 o'clock, I believe. Okay. So Jay came up and was talking with me. He's like, you know, uh, I don't remember what he was talking. He was talking about some guests they were going to have. I'm like, man, you guys need to do uh, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out episode. And he's like, well, yeah, let's uh, let's just set a date for it. I'm like, fuck, okay. <laughs> let's nice. fucking do it. So, And then I think they might want to get the the better half of the Matty Ice and Marky Mark show on there eventually. If, oh. you, if you want to take the trip down there. I, I mean, you are a busy man, so I don't want to... I am very busy. I don't want to make plans for you. So Yeah. And you're very stuck in place here. It's only Matty Ice, Matty Ice and Marky Mark for you. Oh, yeah. I'm a one-man show. I like cheating on the show a little bit. It's okay. I'm just I get seeing it. what else is out there. Dooski. But uh, yeah, that's the only news we have this week. So we're going to get into a new segment that we've uh, kind of started called Rank It. Uh, shit, what was the soundbite we used? Streets of... That's it? No, know. that's not it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. I love that. It's so quick and sudden. Yeah, I, I, I had to cut down like 50% of that whole thing to make it not... <laughs> Just awful for everyone. Rank it. All right, this this uh, week's episode of Rank It. Matt, go ahead and explain this one. You you came up with this one. So I was thinking about it 
because lately it's lately it's been even more apparent. This isn't our top three retro consoles. It is the top three most popular retro consoles that people come in for. You know, whether to buy or interested in the games for, or just a just more or less to talk about. So the top three customer retro consoles that come through the store. So you're talking like the ones that we sell the most of? The ones that you sell, not even necessarily the ones you sell the most of, the ones that people ask the most of, because I never have, typically I never have these in stock. That's the uh, problem. Oh, okay. Well, that changes my list. Okay. Well, if you want to take a minute, it's just the, the thing that kind of jumped into my head for this is I just constantly have people that come in, you know, you've got your list for your top three retro consoles and what you might think are the most popular, but then in reality, when people come in looking for a console, it might differ from that a little bit. So this is, uh, that's kind of where this idea came from. Cause I think we've ranked our favorite consoles on here countless times probably. So this is not our personal ranking. This is just based on the store. Ian, I'm curious to see kind of where you land on this one as well. Mark, do you have it? I don't know. It's. I thought we were doing something different. What did you think we were doing? The top three um, consoles that people come in and want to buy of the retro. I mean, that's kind of what I'm... Okay. That, you know, that's kind of what it is, but... Because, like, if you say, like, top three consoles that, like, we never have that people are interested in, that's kind of like a different list. So, which one do you want to do? Top, if you, top three, if you had an endless supply of them. And limitless supply that every single time a person came in for, you were able to sell them one. PS5. (laughs) Retro console. Oh, okay. Retro. Retro. Gotcha. All right. That's fine. Fair. Okay. Okay. I've got my list. I got to write this fucker down real quick. So, number three for Mr. Mark here. What is number... Okay, so that will change this then. Okay, I would say number three is a Game Boy Advance SP with the the backlit screen, like the the high high demand one, the the more expensive one. Everyone always wants Game Boy Advance SPs. I totally agree because my number one is also uh, mine is a a Game Boy Advance SP. It's just it's that's not your number one or, three? or my number three. Okay, it's not my it's not necessarily the one hundred and one. But people, it's almost a tie between that and the DS Lite. Like, people are always, always, always looking for those. Number three for, seriously, is... Sorosly. Uh, Sorosly is the NES, the original Nintendo. And something crazy that's been happening with those lately, I don't know if you've had the luck I have. I've had, like, four or five of those that have come through that have original pins working in almost perfect condition. Oh, wow. Yeah, like... No need to replace them. It works first try almost every time. That's awesome. Yeah, no, that does not happen. No, it was... I We've been crazy lucky with that stuff yeah. lately. You should buy a lotto ticket. <laughs> Number two. Number two for me is going to be the PS2. The PS2 Slim, PS2 Fat, doesn't matter. PS2s are fucking hot as shit right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Ian said Wii for his number three. That was originally my Wii. Uh, originally my three was the Wii. <laughs> yeah, but no, PS2, holy shit. Over the last year and a half, 
PS2 has gotten so popular. We can't keep those fuckers in stock. They sell so fast. Mm-hmm. And one up games that has just a vast library of PS2 games. Yes. We just have tons of PS2 games, different types of titles and everything too. Massive. So yeah. Massive. Like they it's just one it's the section in the store that always has the most games to choose from. So obviously that's gonna make the console high demand. Like people love PS2. Yeah, absolutely. So it's a huge library. PS2 is fire. Seriously also puts PS2 as their number two. My number two is going to be the Nintendo 64. And I very, like, I've been getting a little bit more of them traded in, but it's almost like I get one traded in, it sells. I get one in, it sells. I don't usually have much of a backstock on them. But, uh, yeah, 64 has been a hot fucking console. And I never, ever have the games for it anymore. Right now, I've got some decent games in stock because I've had two really awesome trades, but. That is a that's a game system that just is never really hanging around anymore. That is why it is my number one. Mm-hmm. Nintendo sixty four is my number one. As soon as I put the thing in the showcase, within a day or two, it sells right away. Uh, the games do come in; they just sell right away. They sell super fast as soon as they come in. Like honestly, like because we clean them and shrink wrap them and everything. We'll have people come in and ask, and we end up just selling them from the back, like before we even clean. They don't even care if yep. they're cleaned up. They're like, whatever, dude. Just, yeah, I got the warranty. I'm cool. Just I'll buy it. Nice. So like, yeah, they just sell right away. Um, definitely 64. Even the expansion packs. I remember I used to bundle them with the expansion pack, and then the expansion pack got so expensive. So now we just have to like sell that separately. It's like 50 bucks for that it's thing. Insane. Now. Yeah, that, that thing is so crazy right now. Yeah. So 64 is. Still, right now, I'd say 64 is the king of the retro mm-hmm. uh, market um, as far as consoles go and popularity. But PS2 is just creeping up, man. Uh, you know, and 64 or PS2 is Ian's number two. Ian's number one is also a 64. And for me, my my top one is a PlayStation 2. Yep. I, I figured because I was battling between the two, 64 or PS2. I, it's crazy because... I've also noticed a huge resurgence of Guitar Hero. Everyone looking for Guitar Hero games and guitars, and I've been lucky enough to have the PS2 ones in stock pretty frequently. But man, people are looking for those consoles like crazy, and I those prices are just going up and up and up on them. Yep, that is a wild console. Yeah, yeah, it's why it's it's crazy to see. Could you remember back in the day? Remember when we had so many original Xbox, PS2 games, and we're just like, oh, my God, these things. Oh, we have so many. Like, it would be really nice if, like, these got as popular as, like, you know, Nintendo or Super Nintendo games, and it's getting there. Yeah. It's there, actually, and it, it that's pretty nuts. Xbox original is almost like an honorable mention because people want them, but it, it's not nearly as many as the other ones. But people, like, I almost never have those in stock either. Yeah, those went up in price. So, Yeah. It's it's cool. And Wii is always going to be popular. Wii is yeah. like one of the... I think Wii is still literally one of the best-selling systems of all time. Just people... I sold like three of them today. Yeah, Wii, Wii was on my list. Ian, we actually had the exact same list until I, I thought about the Game Boy SP, mm-hmm. where that one's always going. Uh, PSP? PSPs are popular now, yeah. too. PSPs, PSPs, I can't believe they're always it. fucking broken. PSPs are junk. Those are they were old. junk when they came out. They're junk now. I, it blows my mind that people really want PSPs and Vitas and stuff. Like Vitas are Vitas are super popular, but 
never see those never see vitas or psps and you see a ton of psps but they're just always like broken screen the analog's completely ripped off the battery doesn't work charge port doesn't work those systems do not age well yeah uh noah ps1 games yeah man those do well too um if you actually go to oneupgamesbc.com you can actually buy ps1 games you can shop there so they'll get them shipped right out to you make sure they're looking good and everything and yeah sponsor of this week's show one up games buy other games online go in the store check them out you guys have an awesome store in saginaw just growing from like yeah that store is fucking crazy now yeah it's my baby it completely blew my mind when i went in there to play pinball and i saw just all those inbox games just kind of lined up with your you uh this i love this thank I st- you i stole your idea actually I've, I know. I finally... You, you, that's kind of your guys' you know. No, I mean, you guys have stolen enough from us now. What have um, I stolen from your store? Uh, what idea? Just, you know, everything. What basically. idea have You're I like, stolen man, from your man, store? Matt, I would love to know Matt one of them. has made such a successful store. We're going to we're gonna get to Saginaw, and we can't really compete with that. So I guess one here's thing, what we're going to do. One thing I did will say I stole from you. See, you don't even know. I'd have to think. Uh, we sell, like, game guides now. For like for not two ninety nine for not like a dollar asinine price. They I, if it was up to me, I just I would. But like you know those Pokemon Pokedex books, they're actually kind of worth something now. So the thing I took from so you guys, if you're guys, pissed about the price, blame Matt. No, the thing I took from you guys was the the way that you display your inbox games. You put a little note of like the system, like the game, the system, and the year it came out. And those game on does that now too. I really like that. I think it's a smart idea. So I did it with a. Uh, inbox super mario bros like i i found the exact version because there's like 12 different versions of the black box super mario brothers so i went and researched the exact version we had did that whole thing and it sold within a day of me putting that sign up yeah man it's it's all it takes and the only thing that you guys got to work on is those god forsaken <laughs> fucking stickers man well i don't care if you oh my or not. god i just did a ps2 trade that had those on there Oh man, those are some wild fucking stickers. They will never, you will f- forever know that One Up Games owned that game. Hey, I've mentioned it to Justin before. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna run up by him again because he does not give a shit. <laughs> he wants some stickers on there forever. Yeah, those fuckers are. That might be stickier than like Gorilla Glue. Yeah, it's like, a yep. They're fucking solid stickers. Yeah. They're nothing compared to mine. So. That was our rank it for this week. Uh, it was good. Kept it uh, video game related. Yeah, it's not not the easiest thing to do to come up with new video game topics. Fucking seven seasons into this show, but we make do with it. Uh, let's get into uh, let's talk about some food here, man. Let's get Shit. right into it. Yeah. If you like the munch and the crunch and like eating out a bunch for your gastro servitude, sit back for the feud with gentlemen so crude is that dude's face fucking food. Okay, so Ian in chat says, I'll give you that one, Matt. Meteor Reload stickers are superior. I wish Nick Fish still had the video. Remember when you made that stupid video and sent it to me about trying to take our stickers off? Yeah. Nick literally had some of your old stickers or I don't know yeah, what it was. Probably from like I don't know what it was, ago. but he did the same thing where he couldn't get a media reload sticker off. So yeah, from like seven years ago probably. Oh, it was probably know, yellow. At least one of games nice enough to sponsor the show. They are. You have you have an absolute point there. Shout well, out Eric, to uh, Mark, Eric and Mark for not sponsoring at? the fucking show. 
You said you talked to him too, I so did. I mean that was a while ago. They must have said no. Mark completely swept me under the rug on that one, so it's all good. That's all right. That's why I'm pushing for the competition right now. <laughs> and well, I want I, I want to bring you back. You know, they're just too damn expensive. I know. Stores too. Stores too popular now. We we just it's those stickers, man. It's the main people main reason people come there. You guys better give them a raise because I'm gonna buy them back. Yeah. You gonna censor that too, like you did the other shit last week? I heard that shit too. I have no idea. I heard that shit. You censored. He censored. <laughs> no, the sh- I did not. He, he censored me last week. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking. I'm about. not even going to repeat it because I don't want to have this. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. It was the <laughs> intro to the show. It was the intro to the show, and you just drop some dumb shit. Like, really, man? Censored. It. Censored. I've had to censor you multiple times on this show. Yeah, but you usually run it by me, and I'll give you be like, okay. No, you usually run it by me like, fuck, dude. I talked about this guy. I, we got to take care of this shit now. He grabbed, <laughs> he grabbed a podcast card. <laughs> that did happen. Fuck. <laughs> this motherfucker's going to kill me. The, the DoorDash story. Never seen him again, though. That's probably... <laughs> I didn't get to it quick enough, realistically. Chop us up. <laughs> Oh. But yeah, uh, speaking of food, <laughs> speaking of DoorDash and food, um, what have you been eating this week, Matt? Have I talked about the ramen place that opened up in Davison? I don't know. You, you know, always talk. You have like nine thousand ramen places. That is true. But I'm going to talk about it again. That's fine. Because I've you eaten there like have, uh, four times now. You did have a little COVID. I d- I talked about a little COVID. I don't think I <laughs> talked about <laughs> you fucker. Um, I don't know if I've talked about this one. So, Ramen and Sushi, also known as Kieran Ramen and Sushi, opened up in Davison, Michigan. Karen's Ramen. Karen's Ramen. <laughs> Karen's Ramen and Sushi. Okay. Uh, so, they have uh, authentic ramen and sushi there. It's absolutely amazing. I've had it like five times now. It feels like, you know, uh, when we took that trip out to Chicago, and I finally got you to eat legit ramen. Not like Maruchan ramen noodles, but... I took you to a legit ramen restaurant. You like act like I'm uncultured or something. You are. That was your first time being there. <laughs> I'm from Traverse City, dude. Yeah, you guys have like... Do you know me? I'm from Traverse City. Yeah, there's no ramen up there. I yeah, can assure you. there is two. Someone quick. Say something. Someone quick, find it. But no, it was... um. We have cherries. <laughs> we have chocolate-covered cherries. But no. Uh, Kirin Ramen and Sushi down there was a nice breath of fresh air. Uh, little co- little Koi's was decent. I ordered the wrong noodles from there, so that's probably why I didn't like it as much. You think? You think it? Okay. What? You and the COVID. Uh, not you and the COVID. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, you and the ramen, man. I would eat ramen every day. If you I could. act like you're just like. Uh. Pinkies out. I'm so sophisticated because I'm eating ramen. I'm eating soup, super expensive noodles. ramen. I'm not- Mark, you don't know anything because I eat ramen. I didn't even say that. Dude, I said you, are- you have had one bowl of ramen compared to your Maruchan ramen with your spicy ranch and like mustard that you mixed in with it or something like that. Yeah, dog. When you're broke, you got to eat that shit. So I was trying to explain to you that this was like that Chicago experience for me. Okay. It was just really fucking good. That was good ramen in Chicago. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. And and that was the first time I ever had. Oh. Yeah, so fuck off. <laughs> I know you. Just like that was our first uh, Chick-fil-A experience, too. Yeah. 
It was a good trip to Chicago. It was fun. Yeah, man. Uh, so, so uh, I'm down for ramen. Another thing, have you ever had curry? I love curry. Dude, oh, my God, I love curry. Now, Ricky showed me curry and uh, basil thai. Oh, man, it was so good. I miss that. I need to have more curry in my life. Um, I went to Wendy's. I'm done with Wendy's, dude. I officially think Wendy's is the... We were talking about it the other day, what our least favorite fast food place is. I'm saying it, man. Wendy's sucks. It is now the so, worst. So what happened? It just sucks. Every time I get every time I get Wendy's, it literally t- it tastes like if you just get one of those fucking burgers at from like a, a frozen burger place and put it in your microwave for like a minute. That's what a Wendy's burger tastes like now to me. I'm but not talking about like the ten dollar burgers. I'm talking about like the biggie bag burgers. But it's fresh, never frozen. It's fucked. <laughs> Fresh, never frozen, just fucked. I, you know, I can't think of the last time I ate at Wendy's and had a good experience. Like it's it's always been so, passable. I ma- I imagine if you spend like the eight to ten dollar burgers that they would. No, be no, no, okay. no, 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 no. Last eight to ten dollar burger I bought was that Wendy's bacon bourbon burger, mm-hmm. and it was ten dollars for the smallest burger ever. Tasted okay, but it was like it's like a. a a White Castle slider. Right. That was the size of it. So this, uh, this like, $5 biggie bag or whatever I got, like, the burger seemed like something that would have been left in the couch cushions for a few days. It was gross. It was disgusting. <laughs> like, if you just pull out from the cushions a burger, and that's what this Wendy's threw in my bag. That's, that's that biggie bag. That's <laughs> five, Fucking couch cushion burger. Couch cushion burger. That's Dude, disgusting. it is so gross. How were the fries? Dude, seriously, why would you go to Wendy's for a burger when Culver's exists? Culver's is the best. Can you think of a time Culver's disappointed you? I can't. No. No. I think it's impossible. Dude. But yeah, I'm going to say it. I I know you shit on Long John Silver's, Mr. Hot Dog, (laughs) all these places that, yeah, they're not, like, sometimes they're not the greatest. They sometimes, every time, violate a health code. We shit on rallies and the pregnant chicks that work there. God bless them. They're just trying to make a living. Like, yeah, and rallies can be gross. It's like, it's honestly like Russian roulette rallies. Rallies is absolutely the grossest place. Dude, everyone says that. Hands down. And, yeah, they make that shit sloppy as fuck. They don't give a shit. You know, they got fucking, they got to go home. They got, like, breastfeeding to do and shit. They don't got time for this. Slap them together, let's go. So that's what I'm saying, man. Rallies is on a whole nother level compared to Wendy's. Wendy's sucks the most now. And another one, Arby's is tanking lately, too. Arby's has not been enjoyable for me. Yeah, Arby's, I used to not mind Arby's. I thought Arby's is good, but Nick Fish, shout out to him. He fucking hates Arby's, and I kinda, I'm kind of starting to get it. Uh, worst, worst fries in the game. I like their fries, but their not fries really. are ass. They're lately like their buns or their for their sandwiches have just been all super stale. Rally's won or Arby's won the worst fast food item of the year for me last year. Yeah, so that's we'll, right. We'll see who wins it this year. Yeah, um, but I will say if you do go to Long John Silver's, don't you <laughs> will get sick an hour later. I've never gone to Long John Silver's and not gotten sick. Yeah. I'm yeah, not talking you, like I've told you. I'm not talking like super like death sick. I'm talking like at least some stomach pains. Fast food fish and fast food steak, you don't do. And, so so and they got fast that, food ribs. They got that thing at McDonald's, the land, air, and sea. Yeah, the Navy SEAL burger. So I almost want to see if you'll do that. I'm such a girl about fish. I'll do it. Just I'm not paying for it. 
Because that's against my religion. <laughs> I will not pay for fast food. It's <laughs> like I won't tip on carryout orders. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will try that with you. I'll split it with you. Yeah, but you're paying for it. Ugh, okay, that sounds fair. I'll, and we can do. We can stream it. And I'm gonna throw. <laughs> I've never had. I've never ever once bit a fillet of fish. I've never once had any fast food fish. Oh, you should definitely just try a fish sandwich. No, then. no, I don't want to. Also, I want to get a big pickle for you to eat on the show. Oh my god! Uh, you had Chick Fil A and the pickles game are good. fucking changer right now. So Jimmy John's in Saginaw just had nothing better to do one day. So this guy came in at like eleven o'clock. Matt Matt W and I were working, and he's like, "Hey, Matt, who? Matt W, Colin's dad." Oh, I thought you said Matt Debbie and I. I'm like, who the fuck's Debbie? Who the fuck? <laughs> so this guy came in from Jimmy John's. He's like, hey, would you guys like, you know, some free samples? I'm like, what does that mean? He's like, I, you know, I've got turkey and ham sandwiches. I'm like, I got these cheeseburgers, man. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, I got these turkey and ham sandwiches. I'm like, yeah, why wouldn't we want that? Does anyone say no to that? And he's like, yeah, I get no all the time, actually. Like, well, those people are fucking wrong. That guy probably just jerked off into it. I don't give a fuck. So we got two each. We got one of one of each. And uh, it rolled around to like 2 o'clock. We were dying. Those sandwiches had been sitting in the fridge for a minute. Cold as fuck. Right. So we dug into them. Didn't take the tomato off. Ugh. Not a tomato guy. I'm not a tomato You know, guy. I never was picky about them. I'm not a fan of them either. So... Cold as shit, right? Turkey, cheese, tomato, mayo, slimy ass tomato. It was amazing. (laughs) Oh my god, it was so good. The tomato was like a game changer, man. It was a whole other like level of awesomeness, and I think it was because it was cold as fuck. So that it was amazing on that. that You were starving. (laughs) (laughs) That could have been it too. But speaking of Culver's. Mama Mays came to visit me yesterday. Oh shit! At, Shout out to Susan. Yeah, she wanted to. She wanted to go to lunch with me, and we were just too damn busy. I, I wanted to, but I couldn't abandon the ship. I was the captain. I was at the helm, steering the ship, and couldn't leave. Come him. on, guys! You couldn't let him go hang out with his mom. I wanted to so bad. Break. I, I looked around because she's like, "Ah, you probably can't leave for lunch, can you?" And I looked around. There's like seven people in the store. It's like, Ugh. no, I can't. So she went and grabbed Matt and I uh, Culver's. Got got a grilled chicken sandwich from there with the tomato. Not as good. (laughs) Tomato, not as good. Not cold as fuck. But, uh, yeah, it's weird. Tomatoes are weird because you can have a badass tomato. It's it's rare, though. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, nine times out of ten, you can pass with that tomato. Pass. The, The, uh... But the chicken sandwich, the root beer, and the onion rings, amazing. (coughs) Fuck. Absolutely amazing. The root beer at Culver's is fantastic. (coughs) But all right. I could buy that by the barrel. That's our fat nudes. Actually, let's do... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do the taste test. Let's just do it real quick. We don't have a a big taste test. We're still recovering from last week. Oh, yeah. I almost just didn't want to do a taste test. (laughs) And I'm so happy that some... It made me actually know that people watch the show because wow. they're like, wow. People, people literally messaged. Yeah, and you're like, like, you were fucked, dude. They, people were like, are they okay? Like, 
So what yeah, we did, Ian was concerned. Appreciate it, Ian. What we did after the show last week was uh, we went to Mark went to my bathroom sink and I went to my kitchen sink. Oh yeah, and we stuck our heads under the faucet for about ten minutes straight. So what it was, it was the milk. We had that, so we got kind of nauseous from drinking too much milk. And then Matt Klaus was like, "Eat some bread." And then horrible, horrible, horrible yeah. idea. Yeah, he, fuck he, you, Matt. That was a horrible he idea. He tried the bread and he was just. Just it actually awful. made everything probably three times worse. Yep. So we did the we did the bread no no go on that, and then uh, and it wasn't like white bread or blah blah blah. It was fucking wheat bread. So I don't know if that affects it, but but yeah, Matt Matt had a great idea. We just stuck our head under the sink and just kept the cold water on our tongue. What is and it was this? amazing. And then. Uh, I was high afterwards. Didn't know that was a thing that happens. And apparently it does. I just laid on Matt's couch and I was like, far out, man. I So the one thing that everyone told us was to not touch your eyes or your penis, which makes sense. Mark had to go pee. He touched his penis. Felt a little bit of heatness there. I was fine. And then I came back. I'm, I'm used to the heatness down there, baby. <laughs> I've had the seven-year itch. I came back here and cleaned up all the shitty fucking um, nuts off the table. And then I grabbed, or I went and took a piss, and yeah, felt some tingles there that I've, that was, uh, it was like KY fire. You your wee fire, wee too? I did. It was like KY fire and ice. <laughs> oh, that shit. That was wild. Plus not lube references. All right, so not, not enjoyable. For we were gonna do this afterwards, um, but we were dead as soon as that taste test happened. Yeah, show we, was done. We would have thrown up. So this is Hershey's sugar cookie. So this looks like the white cho- white cookies and cream one. So if, I don't know if you guys can see the logo. That's the wrapper. Sarah and uh, yeah, Sarah, you gonna try this? So yeah, this is uh, the back of it. There looks kind of good. I'm gonna say this. It does um, look pretty good. The uh, visuals on it, looking pretty good. This looks like I'm going to enjoy it. Not white chocolate. Let's hope this Just motherfucker. Chocolate that is white. All right. All right, and it expired. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> expired. I drank like we drank like 17 year old pop. We're right. fine. Let's do this. Cheers. Cheers. It smelled great, by the way. Yeah, that's amazing. I feel like it smelled better than it tasted. Yeah. I got a number. Okay. I go... I like to suck on things. <laughs> suck on it, baby. Then Ju- I like to chew on it, too. Juice on it, baby. Tastes a little better when you chew it. Go through the number. That's like a 3.5. 3.5 from Sarah. Three point five from Stella. She does not like white chocolate. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Three point five. That is That's low. Kind of low. That was really brutal. I like this. I go. Um, I got a number. Let's say it at the same time. You got a number? You ready? Yeah, I got one. Three, two, one, seven point eight. Oh my god, oh. <laughs> that was kind of wild. <laughs> I 
I know she doesn't like white chocolate. What a fucking monster, right? I feel that every day. Yeah, it's good. As this is from Christmas though, so I mean, that is really good. I think I like that more than the cookies and cream. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I, I like that more. It's got the white chocolate, which is the best part of cookies and cream, and then it's got some. It's got that like unfetty vibe from the fucking right. Pillsbury dough bitch. <laughs> But yeah, that's our taste test for the week. Something chill. We're still recovering from last week. What does the what does the noise make when you touch the Pillsbury dough bitch's stomach? Ooh. <laughs> I think it's something different. <laughs> it's what do you, Ooh. <laughs> what do you see when the Pillsbury doughboy bends over? What? Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> okay god you're great so uh that was our our taste test for the evening we do have um let's get into some video game music <laughs> i've never heard that before seriously that's a south park joke oh someone would be happy and proud of me for remembering that from south park uh so yeah we've got a holy shit we have got a ton of video game music here. Yeah, this is going to be rapid fire session. Rapid fire music session. Here we go. <laughs> Sorry. That was loud. We're not going to get to the breakdown. Okay. We can wait for the breakdown. Oh, shit. Wait. Oh. Oh. <laughs> God, that sounds, sounds like me eating a fucking Hershey sugar cookie. <laughs> oh. Oh, I gotta like really label these. That's where you want to get to is that next part. Do 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 do. All right. Oh, I gotta actually get to the number here. Four thirty-five. Yeah. We'll just let. We'll just kind of stall. Right there. Now stall, you're good. Stall. Now you're good. There we go. I actually haven't looked at the consoles for this either. 
looks like Commodore 64. obviously gameplay but i mean that not bad for gameplay though like they really didn't do fucking anything for like a whole minute there come on come on oh boy Ricky said Ricky said this sounds like the music they play in the bathroom at Disneyland you're not wrong alright last one number five hopefully you've been keeping track of which ones you liked and which ones you didn't oh boy That is the end of the Lion King OST, the main event song. Uh, let me throw one number in place here. Uh, if uh, if everyone was listening and taking uh, taking notes on which ones they liked the most, which ones they liked the least, uh, let's go order least to best, Mark. Uh, um, least. <clears throat> so I'll, I'll give... Um, least would be... Or are you going to tell them? I'll tell them which version was which. So the first version... I'm. I don't actually. The first version was Super, Super Nintendo. Nintendo. Okay. Second was Genesis. Yep. Third was Master System. That's right. They made that game on the Master System, which is pretty cool. Which I did not know. Fourth was Game Boy, and then fifth was the Game Gear. So number five for me is uh, the Game Boy version. Okay. Uh, too much bass. It was all about that bass. Yeah. Um, number five for me was Master System. Okay. It just was rough. Yeah. Um number four, 
tied for three and four is the the Game Gear and the Master System. They felt like kind of the same exact song. So yeah, the, uh, four for me is Game Gear. Yeah, they are very very similar, if not the same exact Game, song. Game Gear, um, which was the last song we played. Uh, Game Gear did get better as it went on. Okay, but it started rough. Yeah. Uh, number, so number three, I guess is we'll just say is Master System for me. No, number three for you is what? Game Boy. Game Boy, yeah, that was bad. Yeah, Game Boy was pretty bad. It shocked me though, for being from the Game Boy. Yeah, like for how good it was for being on the Game Boy, because there are bad songs on the Game Boy. Yeah. So yeah, number two for me is the uh, Super Nintendo version. Number two for me is the Super Nintendo version. Yeah. Genesis crushed on Finally, this one. number one, uh, Genesis absolutely crushed that Genesis song. has been winning lately, That's, man. Yeah, man, just love the Super Nintendo ones. I haven't looked at these. Uh, I didn't look at them until the Master System one because it felt like a Commodore song. Yeah. That literally felt like Commodore 64 music. Yeah. So, so there you go. Genesis takes it again this week. Genesis is the king. It's the on a, lion it's king. A, it's on a lion's win streak right now. Two in a row. <laughs> this is crazy. This is almost our, like our football season. Right? But yeah, uh, that was a fun one. I I absolutely love, love, love that. Those games. I didn't play it on the Genesis. I only played it on the Super. And I have beat that game. But man. Uh, Ricky says, it's a Christmas miracle. Ian votes for the Super Nintendo as the winner. Uh, the console adapted all the famous Lion King tunes very well and seriously says she couldn't hear them, but I vote SNES because Mark's Genesis comment. Oh, what is my Genesis comment? What was his Genesis comment? Genesis always wins it. It, it does. It, it, I'm not saying it wins it. The Super Nintendo always wins it usually, but Genesis has been on a streak. It's on a hot, a hot streak right now. We'll play. Uh, I'll play you the tune later. We'll see. I'll play, we might play them out of order. See which one you like more. Yeah, we'll give you the test. But that is the video game soundtrack for the evening. Let's get into some store stories. We've got we've got a little bit to vent here, and you guys are going to hear about it. This week in Store Stories, uh, we have quite a bit to talk about. Yesterday was uh, the day from hell, almost. Not really. It was fine. But I... You beat Lion King? Huh? You beat Lion King? Yeah. Uh, It took me... When did you beat Lion King? I beat Lion King when I was probably nine years old. It took me a long time. So when wow. I grew, when I grew up, we had a Super Nintendo at my grandma's farm. So all we had was like Mario Paint, Ultimate MK3, Lion King, Aladdin, Street Fighter. We had we had good games, but you're on a farm. Not much like if I wanted to go downstairs and watch terrifying Law and Order shows with my great grandma, I could do that. I could go outside if it was nice out, or I could stay upstairs and play video games. So I beat a lot of Super Mario World, played a shitload of Mario Paint, and you beat Lion finally King. beat Lion King. I don't believe it. It took me so long to learn how to fucking beat Scar, to throw him off the fucking 
edge of uh, Pride Rock. Like, I didn't... It. I died so many times there. I died so many times there and so many times on that fucking waterfall level. Hakuna Matata can go fuck itself. Let me tell you that. Yeah. All right. But anyway, Store stories. Uh, Ian, Ian and I are both members of the Beaten Lion King Club. I could, at one point in my life... Because we also... We're not getting off this topic now. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, fuck you. Um, <laughs> when I went to daycare with Mr. Colin Walker, uh, we also had Lion King there, so we would play through it all the time. There was one point in my life where I could play that whole ostrich level without even looking. Like, I could just... You are so full of shit. I'm not. All you right. can ask You can ask Colin. All right, that, there you go. When we start streaming games more... Maddie Ice blindfolded being... It's been, it's yep. been 15 no, years. Man. All right, fine. Fucking see, beat it without looking. You can beat the game. All right, I want to see you take I down you, Scar. I bet you I beat that uh, ostrich today. It's first try. All right. All right, bet. 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 <laughs> All right, anyway. Um, store stories this week. Uh, Saturday and Sunday was this my weekend of fun. Saturday, I didn't even put this on here. Do you ever get those just insane retro trades? And not retro is in like Nintendo, Super Nintendo 64, PS1. I'm talking like Atari, Atari 400. Yeah, all the time. ColecoVision. It's been it's been nonstop lately with those. Those trades suck. All the time those, we get them. Those trades fucking suck. Ian knows he has to. He's been putting out in television complete in box games for weeks now, and the bin is just gigantic. Yeah, my uh, my Saturday or my you know what? it was my Friday actually. Saturday was chill. My Friday was uh, full of Emily and I running that store by ourselves. Uh, this gentleman brought in a TI ninety four computer, an Atari four hundred, two Atari twenty six hundred, two Atari seventy eight hundreds, an Atari fifty two hundred, and then uh, a ColecoVision, and probably thirty some joysticks. Just so much shit. Every single 5200 one broke. <laughs> uh, two of the 5200s worked. Wow. The 5200 worked. Wow. I have a 5200 in uh, Saginaw also right now. Do the controllers work? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. We found them. Takes, takes up the bit most fucking room ever. God, that thing is insane. Uh, 7800s are both fucked. 2600s were both fucked. ColecoVision worked. Uh, TI-94 was the most insane thing I've ever hooked up. It had the... It I had sold the, one of those ones. It's cool. It's a cool-looking system. I had to take it apart because one of the key one of the keyboard pieces fell into the system, so I took it apart and popped that on. And then I had to... You know those, like, uh, Pitchfork TV RF adapters? They've got mm-hmm. the pitchforks on the bottom and the game signal up top. So I had to hook the TI-94 with its proprietary pitchfork thing up to one of those and then hook that up to the TV. It was fucking ridiculous. It was like three cables hooked into one and uh, yeah, it did not work. That thing displayed the weirdest signal I've ever seen. And uh, yeah, the Atari 400 did not work at all. That's a bummer. It took like three hours to do that trade and it was all for naught. Sarasley says, I've had a 5200 in my store for about two and a half years waiting for someone to love it enough to buy it. Poor guy. Yeah, I have a 5200 box. And I just put it all the way up top because I know it's just going to be there forever and it's this 
I put it up there for people to see just how gigantic this box is that it came in. That thing sucks so bad. Yeah. I hate that system. It's like this tall. If it was on the table here, it would be like that. Uh, the angry video like game nerd tall. has the best video on that where he puts a fucking entire rolling rock in the yeah. in the tray for it. Yeah. God, that system sucks so bad. Yeah, if you like your old games, man, 1UP Games and Saginaw has a ton. We have Intellivision, we got ColecoVision, Atari 5200, 2600. Yeah, but I will tell you this. If you like those games, it's always sweet to buy the vintage one. But if you just want to play the games... Atari 77, baby. Retron or, yeah. 77. Yeah, Retron that thing's 77. amazing. Um, yeah, um, so I just had crazy, crazy trades. I've had... Um, a couple really rare uh, PS1 games come through. Lunar 2, complete in box. Thousand Words, complete in box. That game's like $200. Uh, Dragon, uh, Legend of the Dragoon, sealed. Black label. That one was wild, too. Just, yes, Thousand Arms. That is at my store right now. Wait a sec. Was the bottom of the seal kind of opened a little bit? Mm-mm. No? No, it was just sealed. Sealed. Uh... Yeah, because I sold one of those. Oh, really? Yeah, that would be awkward. It was if they... Sealed. Was yours? Was your? I think mine was Grace Hits though. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I had black, <laughs> a black label. No Already sold it. So. <laughs> but yeah, uh, some pretty cool trades. Uh, a person that you and I both know ended up selling his entire Game Boy Color collection to us. So we had seventeen Game Boy Colors come through. Oh wow! Yeah, fucking wild. It's always tough to see someone sell their collection when they're in like that time of need like that's that's honestly one of the toughest things to see is when you see a regular have to sell off their stuff because they made money or whatever so that was not fun but some wild shit came through the store it sucks but it is there are more important things than playing video games absolutely but yeah what about you what's been uh, new at the one up games do you remember angry dad I remember Greg you remember him? I remember Greg. Did he ever come to your store? Fuck no. Thank God. But man, do I remember that name. Oh, yeah. Is it Greg? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. So back in the his... day. Oh, I do remember his last name. I I'm not going to say it. But yeah, um, we had a customer by the name of, we nicknamed him Angry Dad. Yeah. And it was it was Matt and I were both working. We were oh, both working God. and he put us, he made us both incredibly uncomfortable. He was like screaming at his kid and like it was crazy he even asked me he's like what would you do what would you do in this situation would you buy this kid the Wii huh so he doesn't learn and learn values would you would you buy it for him if he was your kid and I'm like whoa man don't like keep me out he's like no come on man try to help me out I'm a parent oh god I was like yeah I'm a parent too man he's like so what would you buy your kid the Wii I'm like dude what the fuck and like he was literally like screaming at his kid it was awful so he he Oh, had to get his phone fixed a while ago, and he owed like thirty dollars on his phone or something. He came in, got his phone. He's like, "Hey, I'll be back. I just really need this phone. I'll be back to pay pay the rest. I just really need to make a phone call with it and do this appointment." He never came back. Of course not to pay his phone, and that was like three years ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm so happy. Like I would pay thirty dollars to never see that guy again. So I'm I'm glad. Go. Go away forever. Don't ever pay your phone bill or here. That's fine. Anyway, he's been gone. I'm not saying that Angry Dad is back. Thank God. Greg L. did not make a return. No. Yeah. 
You got the name. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but yeah, like that. We won't say his name because we're literally like, he was he, crazy. He could fucking stab us. Yeah, remember, blade me, blade me, blade. Matt. <laughs> oh my god, that was him. Yep. Matt oh. was like opening something for him, and he's just like got frustrated that Matt wasn't using the knife good enough, and he's like, blade me, blade me. And then fucking Matt handed him the knife, and he did it like Matt was a worthless sack of shit, and he didn't even know how to open something. Oh, my God. God, that guy sucked. Oh, my God. But um, we had, uh, I give this new, uh, we had a new customer, and I'm calling him Angry Dad 2.0. He's not nearly as bad as Angry Dad 1.0. But Angry Dad 2.0 comes in. Okay, so this kid comes in with his dad, and, uh, and he's, uh, he comes in with his his. This kid comes in with his dad, and uh, he the second time this has happened. But yeah, he uh, is looking. The kid starts looking at the plushies, and his dad freaks out at him. He's like, "Stop looking at that shit! Don't touch nothing! Stop touching anything!" But this kid's not like like Angry Dad 1.0's kid was like. He's young. Yeah, this kid's like. Eh, yeah, he's like he was like thirteen, which I found out. Yeah through this story but yeah um so his dad's like freaking out at him for touching he's like don't touch stuff and he's looking at the plushies he's like stop looking at that stop looking at that shit and you're not you're you're fucking 13 years old you don't need stuffed animals man <laughs> he's just like starts grilling him for like wanting it and uh yeah he's just like he's like dad please can i please get this and he's like no you're not i'm not buying you fucking stuffed animals and then uh and all these F-bombs are real. Like, he literally was saying, swearing at his kid. And uh, he goes, like, Dad, I got Mario and I got Luigi. I just really want this Bowser to go with him. Like, it would like, be a cool collection to have. And he's just like, ugh, I'm not doing it. If you want it, you can get it with your own money. And then he straight up just started grilling him. He was like, he's like, good luck. Good luck getting a girlfriend when oh you're buying. God. Yeah. He oh kept bringing God. up the girlfriend thing over and over again. He's like, good luck getting a girlfriend when you're buying stuffed animals at 13 years old. Yeah. He, he's like, what, are you going to take a picture of it and send it to her or anything? Like, just, Wow, sounds like a really stand-up guy. Right? Holy shit. And I just wanted, like, I didn't say anything because I was just shaking my head, but I was like, hey, man, I wanted it so bad to be like, hey, man, I was Bowser a couple of years for Halloween. My yeah. wife dug it. Yeah. I came home and, man. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Princess Peach, that ass. Shell shock, motherfucker. <laughs> but yeah, no, like he, yeah, it's like, ugh, guy was just the worst. So, Ian, Ian brings up a good point. It's not our place to give parental advice as much as I want to at sometimes. Do have you ever done that? Have you ever like not even call out a parent? Have you ever called out? Well, have you ever called out a parent or a kid in front of their parent? It's a uh, that's a fine. I don't do it in yeah. front of their parent, but I I will tell you who I do who I do do it in front of at times. Uh, grandparents. If a kid is being an absolute fucking asshole to their grandparent, yeah, just being a straight up dickhead, I'm calling them out on it. Yeah, like you're like I had this one kid. Um, his grandma was gonna buy him like a a twenty dollar switch game, or a thirty dollar switch game. And he was like complaining. He was like, "Yeah, but I want this too, Grandma. I want this too. Like, I know you have the money. Why don't you? Why can't I get this as well?" 
And I'm like, I, I don't even remember what I said. I was just fired up because she's, I've seen her countless times. She's the nicest person ever. Yeah. And uh, I was just like, dude, your grandma drove you out, drove you out here to get you this. And you're going to complain to her like that? Like, I don't, I don't even want to sell you this game right now. Like, I don't want to sell you anything. Like, you're going to treat your grandma like that in here? Like, drives me nuts. Yeah, I cannot. You know who's a good one? Who's a good one for that is John. John lights those little kids up. Yeah. John is, uh, yeah. John, yeah, takes that shit to heart. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, like this one kid was being so rude to his parents and his dad's there picking up his phone that that the kid just broke. And then John will always be like, I wouldn't pay for it. I'd make him pay for it. He's the one who broke it, right? Like, he straight up just grills these kids in front of their parents all the time. Yep. Yeah. We call... Uh, Teach them a lesson. <laughs> the The way that we've... The the way that I've done it in the past, too, is... uh, I had this kid that broke... He's broke, like, seven PS5 controllers. Just absolute rage broke them. And his mom works at the glasses store next door. And she'll he'll bring him in with her and uh i'm like dude what the fuck happened i don't say that but i'm like dude what happened to this controller it's yeah. like missing the shell the both sticks are popped off and he's like oh i just dropped it i'm like <laughs> no dude i'm like no you didn't man like come on just dropped it up against the wall with a full force swing like i can't keep selling you these things if you're just gonna absolutely smash them onto the concrete okay like i can't do it smash anymore. brothers kid it's nuts it's absolutely nuts yeah so Actually, it's weird you say that. I did have a a, a weird situation happen just last week. It, it was uh, there was a group of kids, and they were asking. the The dad was asking me a question. And the mom was in the back. Two kids right in front of the counter, and one kid was asking me stuff, and he was being patient and everything. And I was ringing him up. And the other kid was started asking me questions while I'm ringing him up and is answering his dad's question. And the kid, this one kid, just kept blurting questions at me and just talking over me and while I'm trying to answer other people's and he just keeps asking about PS4 controllers and all this stuff and then I was just like I kind of gave him a look like like wait man yeah I'm like I'll be with you in a sec I just gotta help him out and then I looked up and the mom saw me do that to him and she was like not cool with it so then when I finished one of the other kids questions she walked up and was like yeah he wants to know if you have any playstation controllers like as if i was ignoring him i'm like oh it was like really yeah well the little rude fucker (laughs) yeah so yeah and i just sold him a playstation controller but yeah it was just one of those things where Man, maybe if you would tell this kid to shut the fuck up and wait for his turn then i'd help him but yeah I had to tell him to shut up for a sec with my eyes. That's also the kid that's like, his mom's on the phone. He's like, mom, 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 mom. And she just like lets it fucking go. Yeah. That's what happens, it, It's like flashbacks to when I worked at Target it, with Bob. And I've mentioned that before. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was one of my worst customer experiences, but when I was just getting into it. And it, it was good for me because it made me realize that people are fucking assholes and get ready. Because... I didn't know how to deal with it back then. I was learning how to be a cashier at Target, and I didn't bag up. I was taking the clothes, and instead of folding them up all nice and neat, I was just taking them 
and just putting them in a bag. Yeah. And she's like, I'm... And she had a kid with him, with her, and his name was Bob, and I always remember Bob. And Bob was fucking trying to get on the conveyor belt, and Bob was throwing everything everywhere. And Bob was very distracting for a new cashier learning how to do this. And she goes, um, it says new team member, Mark. So, like, it had my rookie name tag on. And she's, um, I can see that you're new here, but, you know, you actually want to fold them up, okay, and put them in their neat, don't just stuff them in the bag. <laughs> and I'll always remember that bitch and I'll always remember fucking Bob jumping up on the conveyor belt and that's what that reminds me of when that lady gave me that look it was fucking flashbacks of Bob I hate that bitch uh, <laughs> that uh that moment that we had at crazy quarters with those kids fucking around one of the most freeing things I've ever felt in my whole entire life just calling them out for being fucking assholes <laughs> like which not, is that we should say that for a pinball update. Not where, yeah, we can talk about it. Um, which uh, we're, you know, if you don't have a film freak, we need to go see the Kurt Warner movie. You yeah, go we see, do. Do you want to go see that with me? I'm sure it's probably on something almost now. It's not yet. It's, it's been out since Christmas. It's supposed to be out February 22nd because I almost went and saw it by myself today. I'll go see it with you. Okay, cool. I think like one theater still showing it, so. Uh, you're St. the only Louis. you're the only person that likes football. One theater in St. Louis. Uh, well, why don't we get into um? Let's do pinball update. We'll do the pinball update. Yeah, we're talking about it. Might as well. Is this the sound bite? No. Where is my sound bite? There it is. Okay. All right. So this week's pinball update. Um. Mark, why don't you tell us who uh, won the tournament that I didn't play in again? God, I fucking suck at that. Dude, I'm sad. I am really bad at playing in those. I'm sad because I was I, I had a really good score. What were you guys playing? So, it was wild. It was, it was wild. Yeah, Ian did a crazy one this week. It was... Uh, oh, you guys did like a cha- timed one, huh? Champion Pub... Survival, wizard mode, slow motion, upgrade slot, multi-ball score. <laughs> so, yeah, it was fucking nuts. Um, here are the scores. In last place, we got... I don't know who this is. DJWH33. I don't know who that WH33? is. WH33? Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, but we had a new person in. Uh, they scored 1 million. Uh, and then we had uh, Amanda. She got 16 mil. Eric got 20 mil. Um, Val got 27 mil. And then I had 42 mil. Go from 27 to 42. But you didn't I thought win. this was going to be finally the time I win. And Ian gets 147 mil. You fucker, Ian. You fucker. So close. So close to taking down the champ. 42 mil, Ian gets 47 mil. So congratulations, Ian. We'll be waiting for the next game you pick. Well, I will play it tomorrow. If you put the if yeah. you put it up tonight or tomorrow, I would really enjoy playing it. Yeah, so Ian, pick away, my friend. Pick away tonight so we can set it up and I can play it. All right. So, yeah, that was the Pinball FX3 update. We'll get the new tournament going soon. Thank you, everyone that's been playing. Um, 
As far as other pinball news, we got the pinball league starting this Wednesday. Yep. There's a few slots left. I think there's a few spots. I think there's wow, really? I think there's like a, only a couple left. But yeah, if you guys want to join up, it is a even if you're an amateur, like if you just started, uh, that's how we got into it. I barely ever played pinball before that. I've gotten quite a bit better. Mark's gotten quite a bit better, and he was in the same boat. It's a cool crowd to be around. Cool place to be at. If you uh, if you enjoy going to the bar, that was kind of one of the things after Pinball League was people would kind of shoot over to the bar for a little bit. So if that's kind of just, if you're into just hanging out, having a good time with people, that's the way to do it. But yeah, if there's a, a few slots left, join up, have a good time, and uh, see if you can gain some pinball skills. Yeah, definitely. Oh, Ian said he will choose the next game before the end of the show. Thank you, Ian. So stay tuned. Um, yeah, the league is awesome met lots of cool people and i'm excited for uh i'm excited for this this season i'm super see. excited yeah so that will be this wednesday at 6 p.m when it starts um hit up crazy quarters arcade if you want to join see Wait, if they have this, any spots this wednesday i think it is this wednesday isn't the it? ninth wait a sec hold on i thought it was the 16th wait hold on maybe you're right please don't tell me it's the ninth it is not the ninth thank god okay <laughs> oh my god because i work all day I All believe right, so it's the 16th. It gives you another week. Sorry, everyone. The 16th is when Pinball League starts. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But this weekend, there is a split flipper tournament. What day is that? Saturday the 12th. Please tell me you can make it. You're my partner. At 5 p.m. So fuck. You need to get a calendar. Use the calendar app on your phone and keep track. See, look at that. I got it right there. Boom. Got my schedule. I got all my schedules laid out for... Because, dude, I'm going to all these pinball tournaments. Oh, boy. All right. If anyone's looking to need a partner <laughs> for Split Flipper I'll, this Saturday at 5 p.m., I need one. I'll figure it out. So, yeah. God. You suck. Dude, I'm... <laughs> oh, my God. We're going to unveil these shirts. My whole life, I'm so bad at remembering things. That's just my constant in life, is I'm right. just really yeah. bad at all of that. Split flipper, if anyone doesn't know that, one you're a team of two. One person controls the right flipper. One person controls the left flipper. It's really, really fun. It's wild and crazy. Um, even if you're not into pinball, it's just fun to try it out, man. It's really cool. Uh, they have prizes and everything as well. So check that out for sure. Like I said, I do need a partner. So... Um, <laughs> We got fucking, uh, we got fucking Super Bowl the, the day after. That was the main thing I was worried about. Damn it! Whatever. So, Figure um, it out. yeah, we got that. And so, like Matt said, we were at Crazy Quarters. I believe it was Friday night. And I finished work. I got there, and they were popping. Crazy Quarters Arcade, best goddamn arcade in the whole entire fucking universe. Best, best arcade. I love it so much. Um, we were there. And they were busy, busy, busy. There's two floors now, Nudge Undergrounds downstairs with the, all the pinball, the uh, normal arcades upstairs. And those guys were moving. It was Chris and Jeff there. Shout out to them. Awesome guys. And, and uh, a lady came up and said that she was having trouble with Twilight Zone. It was giving her issues. It wasn't uh, taking her quarters in. So they were pretty busy, and I've been working on pinballs and stuff at uh, 1UP Games. Uh, Justin's been showing me a lot so Jeff handed me the keys it was pretty like it was a cool moment he handed me the keys and he's like you feel comfortable helping her out man I'm like yeah dude I got this I'll check it out so I was super nice 
this couple older ladies. It was super nice. Went over. I got got it open. Gave them some credits and everything. The coins were jammed pretty bad, so I made sure to let Jeff know that, and I explained everything. It was cool. They're good. I, I gave them quite a bit of credits, you know, so... And then uh, I went upstairs, explained everything to Jeff. Jeff was cool with it. And I uh, gave him his keys back. And as soon as I turn around, she's already back up the stairs saying that uh, there was something uh, messed up. So I failed Jeff. <laughs> you failed Jeff. Yeah, I felt bad. But um, no, it was uh, Twilight Zone and they didn't really plunge the ball right where it got stuck. Yeah. So, that is the thing with that game. If you don't then, plunge it, good. Yeah. So then Jeff went down there and actually fixed the coin jam and everything. And yeah showed me how to do it so it was really cool of jeff giving us giving me the opportunity i noticed you had somebody who was asking you questions and you were helping out somebody downstairs too mm-hmm. but yeah that's uh that's what that place is great it's so cool we met another guy that's going to be in the league and uh yeah but it was it was cool doing that but then uh those guys were busy and they just kind of said hey man this group of kids has been kind of kind of fucking around a little yeah bit. just kind of keep an eye on them for us if if you would it's kind of what Jeff let us know. And they were. They were being super shady. They were, weren't playing games. They were just kind of going around. There was like a pack of three of them. And they were uh, like trying to like look into, like get into the repair room and things yeah, like that. Yeah, just doing weird shit. And then uh, they went over. There's a turntable that they have down there. Yep. And uh, one of the kids kept uh, messing with it. Like... Not in a good way. I was just, you know, that's like our baby, and I know we, we Man. don't, we don't have any ownership of it, but they sponsor the show, and you and I have worked there and helped out a good amount. It's like these fucking snot nosed brats coming down here, <laughs> thinking that they own the place. I just, I just had it. I was just over it. They were like fucking with the door. They were messing with the pinball machines, and they, they went over to the turntable, and I, I just was like. I was sitting at the, I was standing at the table, and I just looked at him. I'm like, "Hey, stop fucking with shit over there." You didn't say that. I said, "Hey, stop fucking with that." You didn't say fuck. I absolutely did. Did when you I, really? Yep. I was like, "Hey, stop well, fucking you, with that." You banned from Crazy Cards. You can't swear in there. Oh well, sorry, Jeff. I called him out right <laughs> did there. Did you really swear? I did. I was like, "Hey, stop fucking with that." That's too aggressive. No wonder the kid gave you a mean mug. So the kid mean mugged him after that. Yeah. I didn't sure. know that you had swore at him. I swore directly at him. Yeah, I did not know you swore at him because yep. he mean mugged you, and I didn't like that because that's what made Mark mad. You didn't hear me? I was like, "Hey, I said, hey, don't don't mess with that, guys." That's what I thought you said. No, I was like, "Hey, stop fucking with that." And then, so yeah, he he looked at you, and he's and he was like, he was like, "Huh?" I'm like, "Yeah, don't mess with that." Yeah, and he was staring at him all all mean and stuff. So I walked up to him. Sorry, Jeff. And uh, I looked at him, and I was like. What are you doing? And then uh, magically, one of the other kids saw it, and he goes, "Oh, dude, I think our dad needs us upstairs. We gotta go." And then they ran up there. Oh, that's cute. Fucking damn, damn, damn kids. But yeah, little kids. You didn't know I swore. Yeah, I, I absolutely I shouldn't said swear. That. You're right. It's just what I do. Don't do that next time. Don't tell me what to do. I'm telling you right now. Don't tell me what to do. Okay. Maddie Ice Podcast. Jeff can call me out. And on hit it. me up with the Marky Mark Podcast. <laughs> I'm banned from the show now. Uh, but yeah, um, we're we're preventing any broken uh, broken turntables and uh, repair door mirrors. That's what we prevent over at Crazy Quarters. 
Yep. The old ladies love me. The young kids fucking hate me. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I'll take it. Yep. But we had a we had a crazy D and D session recently. Oh God, I don't have a write up for this. Uh, uh, didn't he say he's just we're just gonna spitball this? He one. said he sent you something, but he did. He said that. Yes. He said he sent you a little something. Something. He didn't send me shit. Well, what the fuck, Zach? <laughs> yeah, great. so anyway, so, I'll just spitball it. Yeah, so this week we uh, <clears throat> we went we went to the death house. We continued through the death house. Yeah, we made it up to the, uh, previously, we made it up to the attic of the death house, learned that there was a monster in the basement, and this week we made our way down to the basement. Yes. It was a very sad week in D&D. It was. Uh, it took us forever to get through that basement. We kept fucking around. There were... Yeah, we were fighting all kinds of stuff. No, these, we, no, we these weren't. These ghouls we fought. <laughs> it took us forever. It was one fight that just lasted an eternity. And uh, we ended up beating them. We did good. We we crushed them over the course of... Like an hour 45 minutes oh my God, to an hour. Oh my God, so long. But yeah, so we... We made it through this basement, searching different spots. We fought Fred Durst and his parents. Uh, they popped out of a couple of walls. What were they? They were called, like, ghasts? Yes. They were ghasts. They didn't do too much damage to us. They fucked you up a little bit. Ghastly. But yeah, so we made it through the basement of the death house. Finally, we made it to... As we were progressing further through the death house, we could hear uh, chanting. Like, uh, like a, like a chant, like a religious chant, kind of growing and growing, and we got further in to this like flooded prison area. And as we got to the prison area, the chanting stopped. And then you ran up on the altar. There was an altar that was flooded around with uh, ledges on both sides, and off to the east was a giant rubbish pile. So I went up to the altar and. 13 aberrations appeared and said, One must die. One must die. Kept chanting it. And my solution, as my character said, roll for it. Lowest one gets sacrificed. That just seemed fair to me. You guys all wanted to be the heroes and not just make it easy. So... I eventually, uh, the the chanting kind of started up more and more, and I stepped off the altar, and as I did that, a giant monster spawned from the rubbish pile and started... I believe it's a shambling mound? A shambling mound. I think that's what it was called. I'm not really... Started shambling slowly towards me. Very gigantic. Ten feet tall. He moved faster than I did because he was so large. So, combat begins. And we are not doing much damage to this thing. I was doing pretty good. Brim, this was Brim's time to shine. I was doing Eldritch Blast all at him with the agonizing blast, the bonus there I got. And uh, I was just moving around the room and sh- taking pop shots, pot shots at him and kept moving around. And uh, unfortunately, one of our party members was not able to get out of the way. Ricky, Ricky's, also uh, known as Oz, Oz, unfortunately died from one attack 
absolutely. Yeah. The mound destroyed. got him. Just sucked him up. <clears throat> so the mound killed Oz and started we, to move back to his rubbish pile. Because one was one was finally dead. So we didn't feel too great about that. I, we were all kind of upset about it. So there was a, a wheel that opened up the door to exit. So we all went through the exit, closed the door, and started uh, shooting at the rubbish mound. And when we landed an attack on it, the aberrations appeared again and said, two must no, die. All must die. Yeah. Or was it all must die? No, 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 no. It was two must die. Two must die. And then it... It spawned as we kept doing more damage. It kept, uh, it bumped up. All must die. Or no. No, after we killed it. Yep. So we ended up killing this aberration. He almost broke through the door and killed all of us. But we finally, uh, I landed a, a decent crossbow shot for the first time in the whole fucking day and killed it. So as I killed it, the chanting stopped and started back up and said, all must die. And then the house started shaking. The death house started crumbling around us. And now it was just a, a race to get out of the house. We were still in combat. So we were uh, all moving kind of at the same speed, more or less. Yeah. Getting out of the house. So it was we, intense. It was super nuts. I thought we were all going to die. Shout out to Nick for giving us the maps. Yes. Thank you, Nick. So we uh, made it up to the attic from the basement. And when we got up to the attic... We noticed these scythes swinging in the doorways, blocking each exit. All of the exterior walls were bricked up and impenetrable. So the whole house changed. So Mark had the lead. Brim jumped through the first door, the first uh, doorway of swinging scythes. My birdie, my Abs birdie Kenku. Absolutely got fucking demolished. Yeah, he got. I got nicked. He got. Knocked unconscious. Yep. The bird went down. So Calcidor, or Calidor, decided, fuck that, I'm going to jump through the wall. So he knocks down a wall, and a bunch of rotting rats spawn from the wall and surround us all. Yes. So I move forward and pick Brim up, re resurrect him with a, a healing potion, and then... <laughs> Martin as uh, the fuck is Martin's name? In there? He, well, his name's Edward Allen. Edward Allen Crow. Yep, and he's an Aarakocra. Uh, or Edgar Allen Crow. Edgar Allen Crow. Decides to eat one of the rats. Yeah, as we're running out of this house, he's like, right now's a good time for a fucking snack. And eats one of these wall-decaying, rotten rats. <laughs> eats one and gets super fucked up from it. It, uh, it fucks his whole throat up. He's also a bard. So now he can no longer his, sing his well. His singing throat is just fucked from this thing. He's got that rasp to it now. So we make it down. We make it from the third level down to the second, which leads to a blocked doorway. Um, Cal Calidor breaks through another door or another wall that spawns a, a bunch more rats. Yeah, and I only have five hit points. So I'm like trying to dodge... These rats even, because they are crazy. Yep. Like, even rats are danger now. You make it through. I take 11 damage, so I'm down to one hit point. Almost fucking die from the rats. Uh, everyone else makes it through. We jump down the spiral staircase. Finally at the bottom, there's poison smoke billowing out of the, uh, the fireplace there. 
I have I've healed myself. I've got 12 hit points. Uh, there's two. There's a double doorway. Both doors have swinging sights. And this is the way out. And then there is two interior walls that you can break through if you want to deal with the rats. And also, we have all these rats from up top that are attacking us. And they all keep going at Jason's character, Kalidor. And he's got crazy armor, so he's not getting damaged or anything. So I jump through and make it through the first uh, the first door of Swinging Sights. Um, Edgar Allan Crow jumps through, gets a little damaged, but makes it through the first one. You guys start breaking through the walls. Finally, the last door. Uh, you make it through. Jason makes it through. Edgar Allan Crow jumps through and gets smoked from the last <laughs> the last row of swinging sights and goes down. And then finally to me, I jump through and uh, end up getting grazed but not killed and make it through with one hit point left. So we have made it out of the death house. Oh, yeah, we picked up Edgar Allan Crow on the way out, Yeah, too. we did save him, brought him back. Uh, so mm. we, uh, as we exit, the house reverts back to normal. Meanwhile, I have gained the deed to this house. I, with my one hit point left, stumble up the stairs to the house, set it on fire so that no one else can go back to that. He set the house on fire. Absolutely. Burning down the house. And then uh, I light my deed on fire and throw it away. Zach played that after we beat it. <laughs> after he set the house on fire. We made it back to the uh, the little village of tents or whatever, make it to the inn, and we're all, we bump up to level three and are all saved. Minus yeah. Oz, who we will later, Ricky, uh, we will find later is another character. He got to re-roll for a new character. Yep, his uh, dwarf. He's got a dwarf, and he's a barbarian. He's going to be badass, so I'm excited yeah. to see how that goes. But yeah, Curse of Strahd, man. It's been a blast so far, and we did it. We did the Death House. We made it through. And, uh, Some people say skip the Death House. No way. That, that was, was so intense was and awesome. Yeah, we just kept... That was one of the most intense moments. I thought we were all going to die like 16 times in that thing. Yeah, for sure. It was great. I loved it, so I'm excited for the future. Yep, D&D was awesome. I'm playing a, glunt, a gunslinger. I've leveled up to level three, and now I get to build my weapons finally so I can actually do some shit. Nice. I cannot wait for next session. I get, yeah, I have a ton of stuff I got to do with my character. So many spells. So many spells, so many cantrips now. I'm going to have five cantrips. Crazy. That's, that is nuts. But yeah, D&D is awesome. Everyone should play it. Um, let's getting, see. getting near the end of the show, we've got two more... Um, Two more little topics here, so we'll get. Uh, oh yeah, far out, man. Yeah, let me. Uh, <laughs> what is that shit? It's called far out, man. <laughs> Everyone, everyone's favorite new topic. Ricky. Ah uh, yeah. Ricky's dwarf worships Dolly Parton. It's great. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Okay. All right, Far Out Man, our favorite new topic. We're going to continue on with uh, the movie segment here. A little more niacin for the rush. That stuff will really mess your head up. Is that the shit? Here you go, man. That's a lot for $1,500. 
Well, I got a real good connection in Fresno, man. This bullshit, man. This much for $1,500? From Baltimore to Kokomo, I made my score with blow. No, that's good stuff, man. It's 100% pure stuff. It must be stepped on. It's pure, man. That's 100% pure. <laughs> well, let's give it the ultimate test. Okay, yeah, so this is Far Out, man. Um, I've been having a, a, a lot of people in the video game industry, in the retro, what the stores we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a lot of, no, you get a lot of customers that come in, and this is serious. Um, you, have, you ever have those customers that think that they can trade a PS4 for an Xbox One? I love that phone call. All the time. So, like, I got this PS4, man, and I just, like, my friend's on Xbox lately, so I was wondering if I could just trade this PS4, even straight trade for an Xbox, or vice versa. What stores exist that you can do this? I want to know, because this question comes up so often. Are there any stores out there? So the only place I can really think of where they they live off of this idea of I trade you this, you give me this. But it's it's not ever anything like this. The only place that you can be like, hey, I've got a lawnmower. I would like this blender is a, a pawn shop. There's no other place in the world that lives strictly off of trades like that. No place that does uh, anything other than like... Because if you trade to a store like us, you get a store credit amount. You get an amount of cash in yeah. store credit. And I explained that to them. And they're like, no, I don't want to do that, man. I just want to like give you my system, and then you give me a system. Just a straight, even trade, man. Yeah, that's a pawn shop thing. And it's still like it's still not it. It's like you trade your Xbox One with 10 games and four controllers, and then you get a PS4 that maybe works with a, you know half the fucking pieces of it gone like that's that's how the trades work there but it's it's a straight trade bro it's straight trade so yeah box for ps4 like that is our far out man segment because i i don't know where these even trade stores are and uh yeah i would like to know them yeah please tell us nikki g989 joining us late as heck what is up man hope you hope you've been doing good i've never played Ligma on NES, JD. Ligma ball sack on your NES. I'm late. What did I miss? You missed the whole show. We are near the end. Let's get into the video game memory this week. I'll change it. Yeah. Do <laughs> you have one to change? I'll just make it up real quick. All right. All right, originally, uh, my uh, memory was when you pissed or shit your pants. <laughs> All right, perfect. And then Matt's like, I never did that. I, you know, so I, I, made I me, really can't I didn't want the whole topic to be just like Mark pisses and shits himself every day can, or something. I mean, you've been on the earth a lot longer than I have. Yeah. You so, can talk uh, about this. We'll uh, switch it to uh, when you uh, got sick, what games you played that uh, made you cope while being sick. But what games I played while sick that helped me cope? Um, see now, like when you're real sick, like when I had COVID, I was so tired and shit, I couldn't even bring myself to play 
a video game. Let alone, I couldn't even watch a movie. I was so tired all the time. Yeah. So, like, I'm not talking about mega sick. I'm talking about, like, you're sick enough to stay home, but you're not fucking bedridden. Um, you know... Is there any that come to your mind? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm going to say this one. It's kind of a different type. It was when I quit smoking. So I wasn't really sick. But Mortal Kombat 9, I played that when I was when I quit smoking because I just had a tooth pulled and my fucking face was all sore as shit and I wanted a cigarette so bad but I didn't want to get a dry socket. So I quit smoking. And all I did was just play Mortal Kombat 9. That actually came out the same day. So it was like brand new release, and I played so much of that game, but the whole time I just wanted to go outside and have a smoke, and I just stayed playing the game. Couldn't nice. leave playing Good the game. You. That's awesome. Yeah. Thanks, uh, Nether Realms. I took, uh, man, I can actually remember that. There, there was a, a time where it would have been middle school, I think. I was so sick. I took off like a week and a half of school. I just could not get over. I had like almost pneumonia or whatever. I just had this fever forever. My mom's uh, Jello water recipe wouldn't help me. People give me shit for that. Um, just nothing was helping. So at that time, had a I was rocking a PS2. Played a a lot of um, Ratchet and Clank and uh, Jack and Daxter. But the main thing that I was doing at that time, my brother had gotten into NCAA. And I was watching him do... I was watching him play through them. Like, man, these fucking school anthems are the shit. Like, I don't know why, but I was just big into them. It just seemed a little different from the Madden that I'd played with them. So I was just um, getting really into playing... I think it would have been like... Shit, I don't even remember which NCAA game, but I I got really into creating a character for it and going through the high school with it, or not high school, but college with it, and then that kind of spawned into me playing uh, the Madden afterwards as well. So when I was sick for like those seven days, I went crazy with create a character in football, just focused on that, playing through game after game, probably like two or three seasons, just nonstop. Damn, yeah. Uh, Ricky says, back in elementary school when I got chicken pox, I rented and beat beat Ninja Gaiden 3. That is impossible. That's one of the hardest games of all time. That's craziness. Yeah, I uh, actually remember now when I was sick. Um, It was the day Halo 2 came out. I just didn't go to school that day. I'm just kidding. Yeah. (laughs) um, I was so sick, I didn't go to school for two weeks. It was weird. I actually, when Nintendo 64 came out, the Christmas I got 64... Um, I was so bummed because I was pumped to get it. I was super pumped. One of the best Christmases ever. And then, like, right after Christmas, for the rest of the Christmas break, I was so sick. Just so sick. Bummer. And, yeah, it was like, it, it was. I remember I was, like, emotionally, it, like, fucked with my psyche because I was like, I want to play games. I'm so sick, though. I'm like, nah. Like, it made me depressed as a kid. And, um, but yeah, I remember I still was like playing Wave Race 64 and Mortal Kombat Trilogy. And like, yeah, it definitely helped cheer me up. Warm up time. Follow that dolphin. <laughs> Ian, uh, Ian says, don't think I ever binged video games while sick, but I've watched a lot of game shows. I've got a, a topic to end this. Whoa. End this show here. 
top three game shows and like oh shit that's go, for go, rank it go for yeah but we'll just do it right now okay well I'll also and say, I'm, going, I'm going deep dive too. i'll also say one thing i did watch while sick is when i started watching star trek for the first time nice yeah you would have to be sick to watch that <laughs> no i was yeah i was just it was i was i got into it the original <laughs> star trek and next generation they're great yeah um okay i've got i've got three deep game dive shows? ones i've got three deep dive that game shows top um, three yep. um man an extra rank it extra rank it let's go give us the rank it music yeah we gotta go rank it top three game shows and they can be deep dives like actually think about it oh snap who, who would have thought i absolutely know what number one is i have um, oh easy for me uh number three for me is gonna be chain reaction okay I absolutely loved, and I don't even know if you consider that necessarily. That is a game show because it was all about uh, getting money to beat the other person. Yeah, I guess. Do you remember that one? No, but so what? It what that one was was they started with a word. There was like one word that started at the top, one word at the bottom. They could start on either side, and they had to get the words to link together. So it would be like, you know, Chevrolet, and then the bottom would be like Atari, and it would like each word would link to another word and you would get like a letter of that word to kind of link into it. So it would all make sense at the end of the day, but it was a, that was a really cool show. That's your game show. That's my number three. Number three. Um, my number three is Nick Arcade. I never watched that. Oh, Phil Moore was the host. He was so great. He's like, every time the music would come on, he'd freestyle to it and it was awful every time, but it was great. <laughs> I would love to see that. Yeah, he's like, yeah. like you and Ian work together too much. Yeah, Nick Arcade's fantastic, dude. Yep, it was so good, so good. Uh, number two, press your luck or whammy for me. Press your luck's cool. I really liked that as a kid, but yeah. it doesn't. I mean, number two for me is. Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yeah, I never see so good. These shows I've never seen. Shout out to Green Monkeys and Blue Barracudas, baby. Yep. Okay, number number two for reliterated comments. Love Nick Arcade. Uh, if anyone's still in here, we are ranking our top three uh, game shows. We do have quite a few people still watching, so go for it. Going to have a tab open for you guys. Sorry, I couldn't hang out. I mean, we're almost done here. Uh, so number. Number two. Oh my God! What the fuck, Ian? Let's see if your number one is the same. This is creepy. Um, number one for me. Might get some shit for this. I know my number one. Number one for me is Lingo, from the Game Show Network. I fucking love that show so much. It's a pretty good show. I loved it. Absolutely loved that show. Lingo. Lingo's your number one. Lingo's my number one. Out of all one. the game shows, Lingo is it. That's the one I'm picking right now. I did love Price is Right when I was a kid. I'm not, but that is know, not number I'm one. Not, I'm not throwing Price is Right Guts, in there. Guts is good too. Price is Right doesn't count. Number one is Family Feud. That's, and like, everyone should agree. See, I'm not counting those ones. That is those a, are like how, the, is, how do you not count Family Feud as a game show? Yeah, it's a how game, do you not count Price is Right? They are the game shows. But it's like basic. Family Feud is the best like game basic. show of all time. Steve Harvey's the best host. Blows people's yeah. minds. I know. Uh, R.I.P. Louis Anderson. 
But um, yeah, man, Steve Harvey. Come on, you're getting a comedy yeah, show he's, while he's fucking, he's fucking hilarious. Yeah, while you're watching it. Number three, Jeopardy. Number two, Price is Right. Number one, Family Feud. I'm a basic bitch, and this is my ranking. See you guys. Later. That was not my list, but number one is Family Feud. What is the mole? It's always been my dream. It has always been my dream to be on Family Feud with me, my mom, my brother Dom, my sister Min, and one other person. You guys would need to change your last name. <laughs> yeah, there's a few different last names there, but yeah. But no, man, like that would be a blast. Do it. I don't know who the, the other person would be. I'll bring my wife. Yeah. What the fuck, man? Yeah. You don't think I'd be good at Family Feud? You're not in the family. Yeah, I am. In Mary Ice. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude, it'd be so good. I know I'd choke too. I'd be up there and I'd be like, what is something that you shave your legs with? And I'd be like, jur, 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 um, a cucumber. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'd be the guy that just like chokes. Yeah. Because I always think I'm going to do good. You'd be too nervous. And I just, it's like when we played the blockbuster game. I like, you just, your brain just absolutely gone. Yep. And I love lingo though. Oh, Family Feud's the best. Family Feud's great. I didn't. Sorry, I didn't go basic. Yeah, with it. I'm sorry. It's the best. I mean, you're you're not wrong. Family Feud, Price is Right, Wheel of Fortune, Jeopardy. They're all the the longest running shows for a reason. I mean, I, I would I would have liked to seen Wheel of Fortune back in the day when the money they won went to like shit that they had to buy. Like that would have been fucking cool. Wheel of Fortune's pretty cool. Wheel of Fortune's great. Yeah, just, Jeopardy's fun. Jeopardy's but awesome too, but you gotta be like it's no kinda, Family Feud. Gotta be smart for those. Family Feud's hilarious because mm-hmm. you get to see like somebody say something that's sexual and they didn't mean to, and then family Steve Harvey feuds. looks at the camera like, "What?" Family Feud's great because you had OxyClean guy. That's not OxyClean guy, but he looks like OxyClean. Billy guy. Mays? Yeah, he looks like OxyClean guy. Now he's the guy uh, he's from, from Tool Time. Home Improvement. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Tool Time, baby. <laughs> but yeah, a uh, little bonus rank it there. Again, thank you for tuning in to this week's show. For anyone that is uh, joining a little late, we did announce earlier on tonight's stream, tonight's show, that we did add some merch for the uh, for the show. We've got the Flip With Confidence shirt that Mark and I are wearing. We also do have the main uh, logo kind of shirt in the works for uh, Flappy's Bakehouse, as well as our kind of business card logo on another website that we will have linked as well. So... Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to this week's show. Yeah, I appreciate you guys checking us out. And uh, we hope to see you at Pinball League next week and uh, maybe Split Flipper Tournament this Saturday. I need a partner. I'll try and figure that whole thing out because I'm an idiot. But, yeah, we will uh, see you guys next time on the Matty Ice and Marky Mark podcast. Peace.